Hello and welcome to 60 Minutes with Spotlight Reflection Show with me, Chris, and the lovely, as always, Mr. Adam Parry. How are you, sir? I'm very well and good evening, good morning, good afternoon to all of our faithful listeners. Yes, hello and thank you for joining us with our ongoing uh, looking back at movies that we we enjoyed when we were kids uh, or teenagers or haven't seen for ages and ages and uh, we're going back and revisiting them to find out if we still like them or if they're a big steaming pile of shite. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we've we've got a bit of a catalogue behind us now, so uh, I'm not going to list them all as I as I always do. Uh, go to the website sixty minuteswith.co.uk and uh, have a look at podcasts, and it's all the spotlight shows, and you'll find the ones that Adam and I have done over the past well, few months now. When did we start doing this? Was it last September, October? Was it that long ago? I thought it was. I thought... I thought it was October, November. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was September because we, we had a Halloween one that we didn't do till end of November Christmas. or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it, yeah. Probably. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we'll do a Christmas show uh, or movie uh, on Halloween just to, you know, yeah. for sh- shits and giggles. Anyway. Um, oh, this, is, so- this is our New Year show. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes, it is. Yes. You confused me then for a moment, which is easily done at, at these days because I can't seem to string a fucking sentence together without no, uh, no. losing my thread. But luckily, uh, I have written well, not a little, not a script particularly, but if, as always, some bullet points. How many pages of notes have you written on, on, on this movie that we're going to talk about? Fried eggs, you say? What? <laughs> No, I thought I was just trying to confuse you again. Uh, <laughs> but again, like, because it's just lots of small notes, but near five and a bit. Five and a bit. Five, right, okay. It's all right, because I, um, I, so uh, today, anyway, I watched this on the computer um, and uh, on my, because I've got the DVD of it, believe it or not. Um, Lucky gear. I know, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I should tell people what the fuck we're talking about, really, shouldn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the, yes. uh, the last movie we talked about was Class of 1999, which was my pick, which um, was a really good show, uh, if I'm just saying so myself. And Adam hadn't watched that. I had, and it was a favourite of mine as a kid, so that was fun to go back and, and revisit that one. And it was fun to um, hear what Adam thought with it being a first watch. So mm. anyway, we alternate our picks, and this um, movie show, it was Adam's pick, and you chose what movie? I chose The Golden Child, starring Edward Murphy. Oh, yes. The Golden mm. Child from 1986. Um, uh, and uh, directed by Dennis Feldman. Uh, no, is that the writer? No, that's the writer. Directed by <laughs> Michael Ritchie. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if... Did you have a look at any of the other movies that he did? Or was there any, anything that you recognised from... Uh, yeah, let's... D- 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 <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. No, uh, no. Uh, I can look, though. No, no, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. Well, if I just throw out a couple of uh, movies here. Uh, Fletch... With Chevy yes. Chase, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wildcats uh, with uh, Goldie Horn. That was from. Uh, no, that was a um, that used to be a lap dancing bar in Leeds. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you frequent it? I've been there once, yeah, oh, years ago. Were, were they oh, Wildcats? Um, 
No, not wildcats. <laughs> Semi-angry pussies. Oh, fair enough. Um, ang- I was going to say angry tabbies. Or something. <laughs> Skanky pussies. <laughs> Um, and then Fletch lives. Uh, he had a bit of a thing for Chevy Chase. Cause the, and then later on in the 90s, he did uh, Cops and Robertsons or Robersons. Have you ever seen that one? I've never seen that one, no. But that's Chevy Chase and Jack Pollance. Um, um, and uh, and the, a movie I haven't seen for ages, which could feature on the list at some point, um, called Midnight Sting with uh, James Woods and Louis Gossett Jr. Um, that's, uh, I haven't seen that for a, for a I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, there you go. Anyway, so he was uh, relatively prolific in, the, say, the mid-80s, because he did Fletch, which I think was a, quite a big hit. I think I've only ever seen bits of that. Uh, Wildcats, uh, The Golden Child, um, and, and that Fletch Lives. So, you know, it was quite busy in the sort of, like, mid to late 80s. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, so, yes, the, the Golden Child. And why did you pick this? Um, a because I hadn't picked anything because I'd completely forgotten. Right. Um, <laughs> so it just popped into my mind. Um, no, this was a film along with uh, I think it was Return of the Living Dead Part Two. That when I was at school, um, we would well, a group of five of us because school was quite near where I lived. We would sneak out at lunchtime sometimes and sit in my house and watch like ten minutes of a film before we had to go back to school again. Because mm. we, we weren't truant people. We were sensible and wanted to go to school. But, you know, couldn't be asked just doing nothing at lunchtime. So, yeah, we'd sneak in and watch and watch this. And um, I remember hooting and hollering watching this at the time. And uh, one of my friends kept constantly did uh, impressions of Eddie Murphy for about six months afterwards. Oh, all right. Can you, can you do the so laugh? I, I, I have. No, he couldn't do the laugh. He, he only ever quoted the, um, I want the knife part of this film and he used to um quote the rant about uh sticking a paddle up someone's bottom oh That's right pretty much all he did um, oh yeah i don't know why okay, but, can, uh, yeah can i haven't seen it since then okay oh they <laughs> 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 no, don't work you try that's quite good <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck was that? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Is that Eddie on the line? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, I pity the fool, but I thought that's the wrong one. <laughs> no, again, again, you're saying they all look the same. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, oh, yeah. I know, I know. We've only just started, and uh, here we go. <laughs> Me starting a race riot. Anyway, um, the, every, the, month, the... every time there's 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 one of them in a film. God. <laughs> 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 uh, I uh, so the, the point I was making. I do. Well, we'll get round to it. Was um, that this is fresh in my mind because I asked you about your notes, hadn't I? So for the first yeah. time in uh, well probably since I, was, I did the same coin. Um, that was almost a slip of the tongue then, based on a conversation that we just had. Um, I just rearranged the, the letters with coin, and I'm sure you'll and get there. Anyway, um, when you explain jokes, they're never funny, are they? But still, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, did, I watched this using, like, two windows. Oh, it's like fucking 
technology te- amazing futuristic you know so i watched it on the the computer and had a window so i made digital notes wow don't know why i'm so impressed with that i can tell you i've been in the house for too long i think yeah. that's the, the point Di- digital notes at the end of the day typing yes <clears throat> i <laughs> not that impressive there's loads of people can do that these days I know, but I was doing it as I was watching the film. I, it's like, you know, I, I haven't done that for a long time still. Um, but yes, I, 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 I remember when I used to do the uh, the movie show for the same coin, I was used to sort of like say, yeah, that's what that one done. That's how many words I've written. Like anybody really gave a shite. You know what I mean? Like I wrote <laughs> 3,500 words on Roadhouse. Look at me. Uh, you know, so uh, no, but I don't think everybody cared really. But still, it, it amused me. Um, anyway, I'm going off the topic here. Uh, the Golden... No, 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 no. How many did you write on this then? Well, that's the thing. That was the other point that I was going to make is because I've got a, a shitty version of Word um on on my computer because i'm too cheap to buy like you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the the proper word so it's like the the one that comes with it what's it called uh word pro i think it's called um right. so anyway but uh, even though you know all our notes are all on word online so i could have done it in that so but it doesn't actually have a word count which is um you know really? Yeah, so that's the thing is that with the cheap version uh, is that it doesn't have all those little niceties that tells you how many all words. those luxuries, the luxuries of uh, the 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 fuck me the thesaurus. <laughs> um yes but it would the, the you could tell i was stalling for time then um i've uh, it was 1823 because i've just copied and pasted it into word online so there you go <laughs> so i can't tell you how many pages it is because that's the other thing as well it doesn't divide them into pages it just does a it's just a blank sheet it's like it's basically it's the um it's the electronic version of a slate uh, yeah. and a piece of chalk kind of thing <laughs> well even if it did did separate the pages you'd have to print out copies and see what font and size represents your handwriting the closest yes that's it so but far uh, too much effort uh, yeah a lot of effort um so with um the golden child for me 1986 i would have been 10 so um although this is a pg i wouldn't have had any real interest in going to watch it at the cinema because it wasn't star wars um and you know it wasn't sort of like on on my radar at all really um the weird thing is is that i mean i was aware of eddie murphy because um my mom and dad were bad parents and would let me watch films like trading places when i was yeah eight years old uh or however old i was i remember having watching that on um recorded off the tv you know on vhs lots and lots so i was aware of eddie murphy and then you know when beverly hills cop came out which was before the golden child um i would have watched that before the golden child <laughs> so i watched all this sort of like the naughty eddie murphy stuff um before i actually watched the pg stuff if that so makes was sense it, was this pg yeah quite a bit of swear well i think quite a bit there's a few more swear words and i thought you'd get a pg yeah there's no, there's no fuck or anything is there i mean there's, no there's, there's a, a bit of shit shits. an ass yeah. or, or you know uh bastard a bastard yes uh, and and uh ass wipe that kind of thing yeah. um so how did you watch this because uh I, I must admit i didn't look around digitally for it um mm. but where, where did you watch this well how i watched 
watched it with, with my eyes. Um, <laughs> I had to. I thought I'd found a version on YouTube because last time I was scampering around trying to find something and I saw ah Golden Child full film on YouTube. And I thought that'll do. No, it's not the full movie. It's at all. At all. It was just like lots of small twenty-second clips that Please. didn't yeah. equate to the full film. So um, then, to my hideous disgust, it meant I had to buy it on Amazon Prime for five pound forty-nine. Ooh, ooh! In HD. Ooh, ooh lovely. That's that's, um, that's questionable. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Old oh, shaft. <laughs> that's the the one and only copy of the the, the Golden Child that they've sold on Amazon Prime for probably a yeah. you know good few years. Um, so I've got, um, I didn't realise this at the time, but I, I remembered I'd got, uh, when you chose this last week or whenever it was, we recorded it, um, the Eddie Murphy collection, which is a uh, six film package. And it's, uh, it's interesting because it comes with, um, as you would imagine, some of the classics, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, 48 Hours, Trading Places, um, Coming to America, uh, and then you start. It starts to throw in a few others. So it's got the Golden Child, and then it randomly selects Norbit. Um, <laughs> now I've never seen Norbit. I have to say, um, me because, neither. If so, I'm honest, yeah. And I, I think Eddie Murphy's one of those where a lot with like you know a lot of comedians. Um, They've sort of had an up and down career with films and, uh, you know, he, he's been in some great films, hasn't he, really? Eddie yeah. Murphy. Um, and I do like him, you know, in in, in some of the earlier stuff, uh, you, you know, I mean, what are your favourite Eddie Murphy films? Oh, uh, Trading Places, Coming to America, Beverly Hills Cop, pretty much the, the best I can think of anyway. Yeah, and I, I guess for the kids, Shrek, you know. Yeah, yeah, he had like a little resurgence, didn't he? And then... That became annoying, um, but yeah, a lot of comedians don't they? Yeah, when the, it's that thing, they get older, and when they lose their edge, they kind of vanish. Although he's supposed to be ah, oh, there's a there's a film on Netflix, isn't there? Which is he's came out a few couple of months ago. Uh, My name is Dolomite, is it? Yeah, Dave talked about that in one of the yeah, entertainment shows. Said he's he supposed to be very good in that, but I've not yeah. seen it. But um, maybe that could be his John Travolta Pulp Fiction moment. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he was. I think he was Oscar nominated for Dreamgirls, which I must admit I've never actually seen. Oh, he's in that, is he? I've never yeah. seen that either. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he he did sort of like have a resurgence, um, and um, I, I mean, fuck me, he, you know, he's still, I guess, trying to, uh, you know, <laughs> bring. He, he's still trying to dig that that mine for Beverly Hills Cop because Beverly Hills Cop Four apparently is on the horizon at some point. Oh dear. Uh, you know, it's like Carney with Terminator, isn't it? It's like yeah. after the after the first two, really, just call it quits. I mean, the third one I quite like, you know, and then it kind of starts to go downhill a little bit. I must admit, I quite like the last one they did. Um, can't remember the dark, dark Fate. I didn't see that one. Yeah, no, I, I quite liked it. It was fun. You know what I mean? But he, he again, yeah. it's more of a cameo thing for him. So, but the thing is, with like Beverly Hills Cop, I mean. I remember going to the cinema to watch three um, and quite like it. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, but well, it, it was that or four weddings and a funeral. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, I saw both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. I remember going with my friend and uh, it was like, you know, it was the, 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 the 
the, the sort of again the choice of those two films and going with a male friend to watch four weddings and a funeral uh for a you know how old would i have been 1994 so uh in, yeah um I can't count, but anyway, uh, it wouldn't have been the done thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> not not in our heads. So we ended up watching Beverly Hills Cop three. Um, but Beverly Hills Cop, I mean, come on, it's uh, you know that uh, do people the, the the original, yeah, great film. But do people still want to see more yeah, Beverly who, Hills Cop? Who's clamouring for a Beverly Hills Cop four? I mean, it was good, but it weren't like the best film in the world. Mm. who's yeah who's clamoring for a number four all these years later mm. yeah. i don't really want a flight of the navigator two to be honest no. i can live without it i'm not gonna make it but I'm not... is, is anyone out there suddenly going oh they're making number four oh, it's been 25 years or whatever and i couldn't be more excited yeah you know but still um so um it's a weird one this film because th- this is it's always one of those films that I'm, I've seen it, you know, like I said, I've, I've seen it since then, but I didn't see it when it was originally released. And um, I've watched it a few times, Not, f- but it's almost kind of a bit like a forgotten Eddie Murphy film. When, you know, yeah. you look at his his career and you think, OK, yeah, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, uh, da, 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 da. oh, shit, yeah, he was in um, The Golden Child. I forgot about that film. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's just one of them because he... he- kind of disappeared for a few years and he's not he's no not been as big as he was since then really if you discount like his popularity in shrek i suppose you then just handpick the films out you remember fondest don't you I mean, I mean anyone who's been in as many you know, that many films even arnie and people like that have got duffers in mm, there somewhere, oh yes. or things that aren't as well loved so you tend to forget about them and someone will mention you like, oh yeah I forgot yeah about that one yeah um from what i've read it was um it was a Christmas movie uh, when it was released, and it it did well in America. Um, it grossed uh, nearly eighty million in in America, so it would have gone over hundred million, like probably worldwide. You would have thought. Yeah. So it was a financially successful film, but I don't think Eddie Murphy's got a lot of time for it, um, based on on what I've read. Um, so. But, you know, and I think there was a general sense of disappointment in terms of, you know, like Beverly Hills Cop made over 200 million and this kind of didn't get that close. So, um, but, but yeah, um, so they, there we are. Anyway, that's a bit of a bit of introduction about the, the film. So shall we listen to the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Here we go. Eddie Murphy is back. But this time... He's looking for a missing child, a golden child. This child is special, Mr. Giroux. His destiny is to save the world. And it's your destiny to seek some serious psychiatric help. Okay, man, you boys a couple of questions. By the time he finds you, it will be too late. <coughs> hey, hey, hey. In my pocket, it's a whole thing of Tic Tacs. Take as many as you like, please. I could destroy you just like that. Just like that. You're wonderful. Nobody be alarmed. I'm Ma'am Chandler Jarrow, American stolen artifact finders of America. He's irresponsible. A bed? Is that a bed? He's a careless, thoughtless, undisciplined fool. I should be punished. I should be purged. I should be flogged. You are the chosen one. You will find a child. Well, I do my best. <laughs> I'm still afraid of the dark, too. 
I really don't like your attitude. You know, this is a nice jacket. It's a Morris Day feel, and it looks good on you. And the boots, smoking. He's got a firm grip on reality. Where he's going, he'll need it. How'd you do that? What was that with the flip? You must carry this glass of water without spilling a drop. Who are you, Monty Hall now? This is a piece of cake! Eddie Murphy is the chosen one. Well, how many people have survived this test? None. None! The golden child. None! There you go. That was the trailer. I just watched it again. Um, you know, it pretty much sums up the the film. The one thing that I did notice was that the bit at the end of the trailer was uh, where he's kind of like, we'll get to it later on, where he's kind of walking through that really shitty soft play kind of uh, scene at the end where he's trying to get the knife uh, and yeah. avoiding all the traps and everything is... Um, the voice is different. So like when he says, uh, how many people have survived this? And like, you know, the, the, the voice is different. Oh, that's just something I noticed. I don't know if you did anyway. No, I did watch the trailer a couple of weeks ago. I only watched the film today. So I can't remember. Uh, fair enough. Um, right. Have you got a synopsis? I, I do. We've got a very short synopsis <clears throat> in my best synopsis voice. Um, a private detective specialising in missing children is... Oh, shit, the screen's gone off. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. no, 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 we'll start again. A private detective specialising in missing children uh, is charged with the task of finding a special child whom dark forces want to eliminate. Ooh, I quite like that. See, I've actually got one, because it's, it's rare that I watch a film that's on DVD for these uh, these shows. But as it's yeah. in my hand, I'll, sh- I'll read out the one that's on the back. Um, mm-hmm. As the chosen one, Murphy's on a madcap mission <clears throat> to save the golden child, a youth with mystical powers who's been abducted by an evil cult. He battles a band of super nasties. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, scrambles through a booby-trapped chamber of horrors and traverses Tibet to obtain a sacred dagger. But it's Murphy's wit that turns out to be his sharpest weapon in this 24-carat comedy adventure. So there you go. Hang on. Oh, what? Full of what now? <laughs> um, what was it? The the booby-trapped chamber of horrors. The, does he? It, well, it sort of is. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, he steps okay. on a few... A few poles and <laughs> yeah. you know drinks a glass of water anyway we'll get to that we'll get to yeah, all that yeah, yeah. um but uh yes so um let's have a quick look at metacritic um oh and also on um imdb let's see what this is right it's got a, a six out of ten rating and that's by forty nine thousand three hundred fifty nine people so that's not bad i don't no, think reasonable mm, reasonable um Metacritic, it's got a score of thirty-seven. Yeah, not not quite so good. Not quite so good. So, do you want to take the uh, take one, the most positive one? We'll go with. Okay, the most positive one is uh, the Chicago's on Times. So Roger Ebert, um, he gave it seventy-five out of a hundred. I'm assuming it's out of a hundred, unless it's seventy-five out of eighty-four. Could be. Yeah, could be. A uh, little quick thing he says here. There are a lot of moments to remember in The Golden Child, but the one I will treasure the longest happens when Eddie Murphy gets behind the wheel of a beat-up station wagon uh, and is led by a sacred parakeet to the lair of the devil. Mm. Really? <laughs> that was the, his best 
bit bit the film. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> okay. Fair That's enough. worth a 75, all right, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, so uh, let's have a quick look at this one. Uh, this is Time Out London. Um, as in Big Trouble, I'm guessing they mean Big Trouble in Little China, there is much playing around with Oriental mythic nonsense. Underground caverns, magic daggers, even a trip to Tibet. But where the movie really misses a trick is its inability to reproduce the balletic splendours of martial arts. The surprise is Murphy, who relies more on his undoubted charm than on the stream of wisecracks he usually delivers uh pick one pick anyone you like Ooh, right let's go well that Ooh, was a go- fif- that was a 50 by the yeah, way so, so that, we're that, looking we're looking yeah. at the bottom end aren't we uh oh let's go for the bottom uh 20 Ooh. and this is from newsweek and it says uh, though an expensive production padded out with special effects and side trips to Nepal, it fails to achieve any grandeur or dash. Murphy seems to be present mainly to mock the f- uh, film's pretensions and shoddy plotting, as if the producers had deliberately, had deliberately had chosen a piece of third-rate pulp, pumped millions of dollars into it, uh, and then brought in Murphy to make them look stupid. Ooh, ooh, that's harsh. Yeah, it's a bollock punch, that one. Oh, I bet Murphy was fucking, you know, seething when he read that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, cool. So, um, right, yeah, I mean, in terms of the other stars from the film, I mean, there's none... There's a you know there's a few that I recognise from other films. Obviously Charles Dance, you know what yeah. I mean, who plays the the bad guy with the most epic um, bad guy name in the whole of movie dumb. Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> it's a bit of a fucking uh, go. On, go on, what what is it then? Sado Numspa. I'm Sado Numspa. Numspa. Sado Numspa. Numspa. Random fucking name. Where it's did that come from? Very random um yeah and then as i said you you've got there's people in in it that you've seen in other films notably three of them from big trouble in little china which i recognized um and then one of the uh henchmen of mr numps numps bar uh is a guy called randall tex cobb who you've probably seen in lots of different films um but most notably, he was. Have you seen that film with um, Rutger Hauer, where he's blind and he's a he's a swordsman called Blind, blind Fury? Yes. Yeah, he's the he's one of the main bad guys in that. Yeah, but um, yeah. So. Yeah, I recognised him. I recognised James Hong. James, yes, uh, J- James Hong, and then you got Vic- Victor Wong. Yep, Victor Wong, and I'm trying to find him. And then you got Peter Kwong. <laughs> <laughs> Walker Hogg and Kwong. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter Kwong plays a guy called Tommy Tong. (laughs) And James Hong plays a character called Dr. Hong. (laughs) Do you think James Hong and Peter Kwong come from Hong Kwong? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. That is awesome. I hadn't even thought about that until I just looked at IMDb. Anyway, um, yes, so they could have been like detectives, couldn't they? Oh, they could have, yeah. They could have their own TV show, uh, Wong, Hong and Kwong. That could have... Or things have gone Wong in Hong Kwong. (laughs) Or what's what's Wong with Hong Kwong? 
<laughs> oh, oh, the trouble with Hong Kong. <laughs> oh gosh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, Charles Dance, you know, he's good at playing bad guys, isn't he? Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think he. Uh, we'll talk about his performance in this a bit later on, but you know, I think he has probably a bit more fun as the bad guy in the Last Action Hero. If you've yeah. seen that, um, you know, he plays this fairly straight in the golden child i think um so anyway um it sort of <clears throat> opens up with uh it, I, the other thing to say about the film is i seem to in my mind i don't know why i thought this would be like an hour and 45 hour and 50 minute film yeah. um but it's a, an hour and 34 minutes top yeah. to bottom including end credits so yeah it, it, it comes in at the right time for the time period yeah so it does it does zip along um and you, you you open up with a load of monks chanting in yeah. Tibet, and uh, bad guys coming up the hill. Yeah. Charles Dance looking suave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, on his horse with his uh, with his band of special people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've got they've got evil music as well. They have. Uh, they, um, yeah, I'll tell you what I. <laughs> You you call them special people. I'll tell you what I refer to them in my notes <laughs> a bit later on. <laughs> um, and then you see this bald kid who's watching a puppet show, uh, you know, and uh, he then puts on a funky hat and he's being tested by the monks. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, picks well, up. First someone offers him a necklace, doesn't he? Yes. And then he's a little shit bag. So he takes the one off the kid, off the bloke's neck. Yes. See, I just thought that was selfish. That bloke may have spent hours making all these nice ones for him, and he took the one that possibly might have been his favourite. Might have oh. been a picture of his wife on the back. Could have been it, anything. It could have been. It could have been uh, that you know his wife died, and that he you know she bequeathed that to him, yeah. and then this little jumped up shitbag has stolen it off him, basically. Yeah. You know, and then, and then someone comes up and offers him a plate of delicious dead birds, and then he goes and brings <laughs> one of them back to life. I know. He, it's, I mean, it's like Jesus, isn't it? That you know, the feeding of yeah. the five thousand, isn't it? It's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, like how how about uh, you know, if we're ever a bit short for a bit of food, let's just bring a load of dead birds and yeah. it'd be fun. It'd get some chickens that have had their heads chopped off or something and <laughs> bring them back to life because um, that's his special skill, isn't it? Pretty much. I, mean, I keep saying he. It's actually a girl. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. I did not know that either. Until I started looking into it. Um, it, it he's actually a girl who is the, the the boy, the golden child, which... So, oh, hold on. So, are we talking the actor is yes. a girl or the character is a girl? No, the actor. The, the, the character is a, a boy. Right. I never knew that at all. And t- yeah. I mean, I, you know, so I've seen this film... I've a few times not for a long time but um yeah the um the 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 main character is actually a girl um jl Wright or reet is a real name um which is jasmine lauren there you go only did one film the golden child really (laughs) (laughs) uh then became a prostitute (laughs) yes um uh, we're probably traumatized by having lots of dead things thrown at her uh, <laughs> say touch this dead bird you fucking bitch yeah. or you'll be off this you'll never get another film in hollywood uh, and they were right <laughs> um so yeah the monks are all happy and then they all get slaughtered don't they yeah. pretty, pretty much um 
They uh, they get overpowered by not a lot. Of, I mean, I thought like monks were supposed to be able to do handstands on their fingers and run up walls and whatnot. Yeah, you'd have thought that there'd be a bit of a scrap or they'd put up a bit of a fight. I mean, yeah, because old Sardo turns up with his spacker gang and then just decimates <laughs> the whole lot. <laughs> oh, we are so on the same wavelength when it comes to yeah. these things. <laughs> I mean, you don't see them kill it. But you don't really see them kill any of them. They just sort of rummage around in the background and then yeah. they're all dead they just jump around a bit don't they and yeah. um you know you, you just see sardo being sort of like looking menacing walking up to the yeah. kid and uh they lock lock the kid up in this weird cage which kind of closes at the bottom doesn't it it's like yeah a... it's like they're, they're trying to grab a teddy bear at the beach in one of those yeah. claw machines <laughs> yeah yeah it is that's exactly what it is and it's sort of you know you know I, i've pumped enough money to those fucking things uh, i've only ever won <laughs> one teddy bear um you know it's usually the kids that i'm with that are sort of like going daddy will you win me a fucking teddy bear and i'm like you know you've got zero chance of winning shit you know no. um but you know hey i'll put 50 pence in just to play along and then it, you know they'll there'll be a little grab and it'll be like oh god he's coming he's coming to go. oh fuck no yeah you've lost it sorry sorry kids you're gonna go home crying tonight uh i knew it was happening but you made me do it so you know but i guess you got, they've got to learn these experiences haven't they um yeah. so but uh yeah so it is a bit of a weird cage and uh the the kid touches uh, a, a baddie who turns out uh, to that that's another skill so anybody who you know it makes them pure of heart doesn't it like if the if the, the kid touches somebody who's oh is it? i just thought he was controlling them like an evil manipulator uh, <laughs> oh so that's a nice spin and angle on on mm. this yeah, that could be. Yeah, so actually, he's worse than he's the voice yeah. that you hear of, of um, the hook or the claw from the. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I wrote later on, uh, and it's actually the it's actually the golden child who's the real yeah. bad guy. Um, anyway, that would be cool. That would be a good film to watch. Um, but yeah, so touches the baddie. Uh, who turns out to be good, smiles at the kid and then goes to stab Charles Dance, who does his Raiden from Mortal Kombat teleportation trick. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, found out that he's a wizard. The kid's a wizard. Essentially, they're kind of wizards. Yeah. Well, they're not wizards. But Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, wizards, teleporting people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he um, then they he gets killed by the crossbow mong. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they kill the um, kill the, the guard and, and say that the bird the, the bird that he resurrected then flies out the room and escapes like, for some reason. The, the bird becomes an integral part of the plot as it as we carry on into the film. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Um, and this all happens before the, the actual film starts. You know, with the credits. Oh, yeah. And yeah, true. We the, haven't hit credits yet, have we? intro all that kind of stuff uh cut to the america which is you know portrayed as the total opposite of tibet you know it's kind of like you you see murphy introduced he's putting up missing person posters yeah. and harassing somebody reading a magazine called chunky asses yeah. well, there's, a, there's a couple of things in the credits it's one of those old films where when the actor's on screen it says his name next to it just in case you didn't know it was them yeah and so he's sort of look yeah. It doesn't look at the screen entirely, like look no. at the camera, but he looks in that general direction, doesn't he? And does a yeah. funny laugh. So, you know, oh, yeah, that's Eddie Murphy. That's why I came to watch this film. 
And in, in case you weren't sure it was America, there's about 50 flags in the first 20 <clears throat> seconds. Yes, it is a celebration sort of stroke montage of Hollywood and America. America. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're in America now, motherfucker. Um, and then um, Murphy's going about his business again, just sort of like for no reason. Uh, this this stiff white guy is reading this magazine and he starts <laughs> talking to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, then he appears on a TV show, and yeah. uh, the, the TV presenter's a bit of a dick. And you know, because he's he's on the TV show to talk about this girl that he's looking for, this fourteen-year-old girl who's uh, missing. Cheryl Mosley. That's it. And um, he's like, try, all he wants to do is just give out her, the details of, you know, if you've seen her, this is how you can contact me. And the the TV presenter's just being a knob, and he's. he's asking inane questions about nothing really isn't he yeah. and he just he loses to move shit. on to tortoises doesn't he and then he uh yeah yeah <clears throat> and he, he uh you see this is how uh this fit woman then starts what he's what she's watching the tv yeah uh, now what was her name because I, I must admit i went through this whole film ah it took me it took me uh three pages a pause and a rewind because it finally i was thinking the whole way through thinking we don't know her name yet. Yeah. And then uh, three quarters of the way through the film, Key Nang. Key Nang, so, that was it. Yes. Yeah. Finally. I, I just, ref- in, uh, similar to you, in all of my notes, pretty much, I just kept referring to her as Fit Woman or The Girl or The Woman. I just, because... <laughs> I know, I'd he just called her Lady or Long Neck. <laughs> oh, Long Neck. She's got quite a long neck. Mm, yes that's one of her many assets um <laughs> but uh yeah so then uh murphy loses his shit a little bit and wrestles the mic off this presenter and uh then you know that you know just basically says you you and so-and-so can talk turtles all day long now and whatever bullshit um and then he's to play basketball with kids now it's in the first 10 minutes or so, I mean, introduction to Murphy and whatever, it's really it's really hammered home how much he fucking loves kids. Yes, like, but not in a dirty way. No, no. He loves kids. Like, you know, he's looking for kids. He's playing with kids. Uh, you know, he's he's playing basketball with kids. Um, Somehow makes money out of this, even though the whole thing seems charitable and a one-man mission. Yes, it's, it's all <clears throat> very... Excuse me... <clears throat> It's all very sort of, uh, you know, it's not discreetly done, is it? You know what I mean? No. It's he just likes kids, and yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. But it's kind of it's also he's a little bit edgy with it as well, briefly, all too briefly, like you yeah. know, sort of like because she comes over and starts telling him about you know this missing kid, blah blah blah. Uh, he thinks that she's a crackhead, um, yep. and 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 offered tits and um, smoking scrolls like <laughs> yeah like a joint <laughs> that look like massive joints um but yeah and he just the kids say oh give us the ball back and he goes shut up you know so um but he, he's a man of the streets is established isn't it in the opening credits because he's just having a fun fist fight with a giant man on the street everyone seems to know him everybody likes it Every, yeah everybody's sort of like talking to him and yeah doing stuff with him and he knows everybody doesn't he you Mind know. you, the opening song does include the lyrics "Best Man in the World." Yes, and then <laughs> just just in case you didn't realise, yeah, um, and then uh, t- takes a slight turn um, because then they find the dead girl, uh, yeah. and he is with the police, like this police, 
detective. You, you, why, you know. why is he allowed on the crime scene? Exactly. Yeah. So he's not only just allowed on the crime scene. You know, they don't even have really any kind of like tape that you yeah. you, you have to stand behind. He's actually allowed to take photographs of the yeah. dead body and Let's touch the body. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I know he's also made a note of um, this girl's 14. <laughs> uh, <laughs> taking a slightly dark twist. Um, yeah. And uh, then, he, you know, he's looking around. He's, he's not, only, not only allowed to look at the body and all that kind of thing, but he also goes into the room where she was kept. And uh, there, there's loads of sort of like weird writing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, um, he touches some sort of oatmeal rice t- looking stuff in a saucepan. And then a kind of weird, well, it's supposed to be blood, but it's like yeah. fucking red dye or something. Yeah, I mean, I was asking the question, and if it was blood, then how did they get the porridge or whatever on top of it? Because if you'd cooked it with it, then it would be pink. Yes, like like jam, when you put jam in rice pudding kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. You mix it all together. Yeah, at least be a bloody swirl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, bloody ripple. Hmm. But- um, but he's he's watching the girls outside, uh, the woman outside, you know, who, who's uh, she's following him basically now, isn't she? And um, uh, you know, she then explains to him about the the writing. It's to keep the golden child mentally restrained, isn't it? Yeah. You know, so he can't astrally project himself. Yeah, and again, got to be got to be surrounded by evil at all times, and yeah. uh, they're trying to get him to in, ingest the blood. But that's, uh, that's what they're off to find out, isn't it? First off, is what about the blood? Because you know, he suddenly decides that he's going to let her let her um, go with him, or is it the other way around? Who's leading who? Who mm, knows? Mm, yes. But, um, uh, yeah, and they go to see uh, David Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh, which, which one's this? Is this Wong or Hong? Um, this... the, Hong. The, the, I think it's Hong, isn't it? Yeah. James Hong. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Wong. What? Yeah, Wong. Wong is egg. Uh, big from the little China. So yes. egg Wong, and uh, yeah, Hong Hank. Oh fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we get to Kwong later on. Yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, they go to see him, um, and um, they then see introduced to this this weird character who's sort of like got this voice that sort of seems to echo and um even murphy sort of like acknowledges like oh shit like when she starts talking and she's like smoking a cigarette and she's like taking the longest drags like a (sighs) she's behind a screen so all you can see is a silhouette and a kind of just about see-through you can kind of make her face out a little bit yeah and she's a bit floaty isn't she yeah you don't understand why at this point in time but she's sort of like floating around and she's got this kind of like echoey booming voice yeah Uh, um and like then you know he starts making jokes and she starts to rattle and uh, she's there as an exposition dump isn't she really she says every thousand generations etc there's a golden child born yada 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 uh forces of evil something 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 yeah it's pretty much telling the the plot of the the story you know uh and then um the woman again uh what was her fucking name again keenang Key, I keep, is this where it takes another dark turn? Yes, because uh, <laughs> she uh, then it's like he's asking questions about, you know, well, is she always like this? Blah, blah, blah. And she says, yeah, she's 300 years old and one of her ancestors was raped by a dragon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a kid's film. Out of nowhere. 
um, strange. And, uh, you know, so then they drive back to his place and he invites her in and yeah. he pretends Straight that he, in there. oh yeah, he doesn't fuck about it, does he? And he pretends that, uh, you know, the spirits, cause he, she, that he's the chosen one, um, are telling him that, you know, she's got to go up to the apartment, but she's not having any of it at this point, mm-hmm. is she? Um, and then, you see, they're, they're trying to feed the, the bloody oatmeal to the kid, and he, they're all chanting round him, aren't they? These kind of like weird, almost like anti monks, aren't they? Yeah. They're not. They're not serene. They're just fucking got shit all painted over the faces and stuff yeah. like that, haven't they? You see, they have a little glimpse of monkey mong. <laughs> So this is the point where in my notes, I couldn't re- resist it any longer. I just wrote, one of the retard baddies um, uses, a, <laughs> uses a catapult to try and hit him. Um, but the child deflects it with his hand. He's showing yeah. off all his magical shit now, isn't he, really? A little shit bag, you know. He's yeah, he's of, a right cocky little bastard. Yeah, he's fucking loving it, isn't he? Uh, and he's, he, you know, he's, and then he, he makes a can change, like a can of Pepsi. Yes, uh, Pepsi. Woo. Yeah, Drew, this film was sponsored by um, Change into a Person and Dance. And I must admit, you know, I love seeing stop motion stuff. So this is quite cool. Yeah. Uh, he's dancing to Putting on the Ritz and the uh, catapult um Mong is is going sort of like uh, he's going. <laughs> yeah, that's his laugh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd do, heard that laugh somewhere. See, I called him. I called him prawn-headed Mong for some reason. Fair I don't enough. know why. His head reminded me of a prawn. Well, they they do all sort of have these weird disfigurements, don't yeah. they? And things that are you know not quite right. Um, I mean, he's an odd-looking bloke, anyway. Um, so they the, made him a bit odder. A bit. Yes, yeah. but the other one, the 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 chain, um, oh, special, yeah, special person. He's he's very strange looking. Yeah, uh, he's a bit like the guy from um, the Hills Have Eyes. The yes. sort of like the bald headed biker in that. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the the kid the, the the kid uses then like a Jedi mind trick to turn over the bowl uh, because Charles Dance comes in and stamps on the can, which yeah. I think, you know, you evil bastard, you know, dressed, dressed in his other vampire costume at this time with his with his beautiful red silken jacket on. Yeah, if I didn't like him already, I th- you know, he killed that can. <laughs> yeah. That was dancing. You know, that was that's the worst thing I think he's actually he does in the film. Um, but yeah. you realise that the kid, um, he's he's got a leaf. He's got like a little plant in his pocket that he's uh, he's keeping him going because he eats a leaf every now and then, doesn't he? Yeah, it's uh, not much nutrition in that, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought so. It's like a little lamba spread from... No, one, um, no wonder his fucking hair was falling out. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little lamba spread from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. So there's doesn't much much to it, but it keeps him going forever. Um, so yeah, and uh, they're basically starving him again. Bit bit of a sort of dark turn, I guess. Um, and then one of the chanters, the the evil chanters, falls asleep, and which allows the kid temporarily to sort of like mentally project himself floating outside Eddie Murphy's wind. Yeah, yeah, outside Murphy's window. And, the, and then the bird appears. Yeah, he astrally projects himself and the bird, but the bird turns out to be real. Mm. That's that's proper Jesus shit, that. Which is kind of what happens in the dream sequence later on, is that it's explained that some of it's real and some of it's a dream. 
Yeah. So I'm guessing that's kind of where that all comes out. So anyway, just after this happens, Murphy then gets a phone tip to um, by somebody who says that he knows where uh, Cheryl was killed and who killed uh, killed the girl. Um, and then they go to this biker gang ha- yeah, hideout. The notorious Yellow Dragons. Oh, yeah. So you hear Yellow Dragons and racially you're assuming some kind of Chinese biker gang. You'd think so. But no. No, just hairy bikers. Yeah. Not the ones that cook. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the you know, just, just hairy bikers. Yeah. I intercepted them as they made a beautiful Jew. Yeah. The, <laughs> they appear to be uh, watching sort of like hair metal band and almost... And la- just laughing. They were just they, laughing they for no piece. reason. Yeah, just, just like, uh, it's very strange. Um, but I, I would like to say, because as Eddie and... Uh, Eddie Chan- Chandler Chandler Jarrell. Oh, we never actually announced yeah. what he's called in the film, yeah. have we? Yes. Yeah, Chandler Chandler Jarrell Chandler yes. Jarrell. Yeah. Him and Key turn up, and he tells Key to stay in the car, and he he uh, he manages to interrupt the world's shittest barbecue. Dude, I I'm not joking. I I wrote exactly <laughs> the same fucking thing. I, a man is having the shittest barbecue. <laughs> Basically, in a dump. It's his it back is. garden, but it's a fucking shithole. <laughs> it is a proper shithole. Because yeah. at first, I just thought, oh, he's on his own, just cooking some meat in in this shitty little garden. And then, oh, actually, he's got his fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> They're sat there with salad and crisps, chips, if you're American. But yeah, everything else, just rubble and bricks and spray paint and shit everywhere. Yeah, and and you imagine that this because my mind started to go wild at this point, thinking, oh, he probably lives next to these next door to these wanker bikers. He seems to, doesn't he? He seems to be there in about thirty seconds, but yeah. And then he's got like you know, he's trying to make the most of his life, isn't he, by having you know a a barbecue with his family, (laughs) just to try to ignore the shitty surroundings that he lives in. You know, this I felt sorry for him actually. And then because Murphy's got a gun, and so they kind of all shit themselves, thinking that Murphy's going to kill him. Um, but you know, and he's trying to play it down by, you know, taking a chip, uh, or a crisp and then saying, Oh, your meat's going to burn. Turn it over, turn it over. Um, but yeah, the, the thing I took away from that scene was it is a shitty, shitty place. Isn't yeah. it? Talk about it was the saddest barbecue I've ever seen. Yeah. I thought my garden was bad, but you know. <laughs> um, so then Mer- he gets captured pretty quickly, doesn't he? He's, yeah. He's not very good at inf- his infiltrate. Infiltra- why can't I say it? Infil- infiltration. There you yes. go. His infiltration yeah. skills are not great. Yeah, this is oh, this is just an excuse, I think, to, to get Key out to uh, show off her, I use the word loosely, skills. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, And then he gets caught by this dude who starts coughing all over him. And again, yeah. in the current climate, I'm thinking, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, no, that's the most frightening thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, but then she comes in and she doesn't try and sneak around. She pretty much just beats everybody up. Yeah. Um, she seems yeah. to have superpowers, doesn't she? Like, yeah, she can she can jump over things and always land with a whoosh. Yeah, and um, kick doors in off the yeah. hinges. She's yeah. very good at backflips, mm. unnecessary backflips. Yeah. Uh, and getting a wet shirt. 
Yes. So she kicks a, a guy. She hangs off a pipe and kicks a guy in the chest <laughs> who then breaks a pipe, which mm. is conveniently located. And she gets absolutely soaked, turning it into a wet T-shirt contest. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's wearing a bra at this point, which you wouldn't, you know, for, a, uh, I guess, a spiritual Tibetan, you know, Ninja, de- ninja <laughs> <laughs> dedicated their life to you know the the seat the, the search of a higher being and you know knowing oneself etc or whatever uh you would have thought that she would have been padded up or had something yeah there. but, but no, no she's, she's amply blessed i suppose so yes yes I, I did i did check that she wasn't wearing a bra because i paused the video uh, <laughs> uh you know five minutes yes for a little while and um but then you know he escapes they beat up some more people suddenly he free she frees uh chandler okay and then he suddenly turns into someone who can this is the worst biker gang since that lie out of any which way but loose oh yes they are there's loads of them and they just get the shit kicked out of them he kicks the shit out of five of them in the space of about 35 seconds. Mm. Yeah. So not all that, them yellow dragons. Not really. No, not really. And uh, he starts to interrogate a, a bad guy who says that they sold Cheryl to Tommy Tong. Yeah. Uh, which for, for is not a lot, to be honest. Cigarette, some cigarettes, really. And, some and pork fried rice. <laughs> some egg fried rice or some shit. Uh, so, yeah, Tommy Tong, uh, who is uh, Peter Kwong, just to remind people. Um they um they they sold her because they they uh, this uh tommy tong needed her blood yeah because he's one of the, the devil yeah he's one of the henchmen isn't he of um old numps num numpty <laughs> yeah yeah because he was in a couple of shots right at the start isn't he when they're on the yeah. way to the monastery and yeah. then he vanishes and then he appears very quickly here and that's it yeah uh, and uh so then Murphy and um, Kiki, whatever her fucking name is, uh, they head over to find Tommy Tong. Um, and as I just realised in my notes, it may have done an autocorrect because it's changed it to the Tong that's like in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do say them the same. Tongue, tongue. What is it? Tongue or tongue? Tongue is T U N. What uh, t- is it? Tongue. What is it? A tongue. I was. It's how do you say it properly? Uh, a tongue. A tongue. See, I say tongue. No, you say tongue. Tongue. What do I say? Tongue. You, you, you're saying tongue now, but you usually say tongue. <laughs> it's a tongue. It's a sweet. That's it. No, tongue is like that's what you pick burgers up with. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Tongues. Tongues. So if you had a collection of human tongues, what would, would you have? A, you'd have a collection of tongues. Tongues. No, but that's not what you'd say. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um but anyway, they have so Murphy turns up and he starts harassing some of the patrons of this like restaurant. Is it a restaurant? Well, I thought it was going to be like a Chinese restaurant, but they're eating pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um and uh so yeah, the uh the uh, what's his face? Uh Tong Tommy Tong Tommy Thomas. Yeah. He he uh he turns up and they have like a really shit fight. Well, that's, what, that's what I didn't get because he was in big trouble, with little China, and I thought, all oh, right, he's gonna have a bit a bit of skill about him. But he just makes a lot of noise and just wafts these fucking swordy things around to yeah. 
not really any great effect. And then gets completely confused because Key bursts in and decides to backflip across the room and grab his arm. Yeah, like you demonstrating that she's got like superpowers and all that. Because like you know, she he can't fight her off, can he? Like so, then he shits himself and runs. Well, he off. could have done because he had the other arm free with a sword in it, so he could have just chopped her head off. Mm, maybe, yeah, but he freaks out for some reason. Yeah. Um, he actually he's the only one out of um, Numpty's gang that's not special, is he? Really? That's true. Actually, yeah, he's not yeah. as bad. <laughs> Um, so anyway they're looking around for him they can't find him and he thinks he, he, he's escaped but then Charles Dance morphs from, yes. a, rat, <laughs> from a rat um, into uh, himself and yeah. then kills him with one of his own swords doesn't he yeah. um, they find the dead body and then like she thinks that Murphy's killed him like for some reason and he makes up some shit excuse saying or oh, maybe you know he killed himself or yeah something um and she says oh we i think we may be up against supernatural creatures yes um so yeah and then you see charles dance a bit more and this kind of fills in the blanks a bit he's yeah. sitting, he's sitting down using a magic carpet yeah. and this is quite... <laughs> <laughs> a magic a magic carpet in an ashtray or something yes yeah so the 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 whole then the whole world melts away around him yeah because he's got and, his evil humming on the go. Mm, and and he goes to hell, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, he talks to Goro from Mortal Kombat, which yeah. is what I wrote down, who says, you need to get the Ajanti dagger yeah. to kill the child. See, I had him down as Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, but well, very similar. You'll to get this right. So we were both right. Well, you're more right than I am. So I found out from IMDb that the person who does the voice of the demon in the Golden Child is yeah. got a, a called Frank Welker. Oh he, yeah, yeah. He, he did does... Megatron's voice, didn't he? In the original, was it, was it? He did Megatron in the original Star Wars. Did he? Not Star Wars Transformers. <laughs> so he did the voice of Doctor Claws in Inspector Gadget. Uh-huh. And also, he did the voice of Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? So, yeah. it's like, good to know he couldn't be bothered to do a different voice for this that, film. Yeah, he's typecast, isn't he? Really, he just does. Uh, you know, he just this uh, this really throaty sort of like you're. Eh, I can't do. It. You must get the Ajanti dagger. That's nothing like it. But anyway, uh, let's get the Ajanti dagger. That's better. I like that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Murphy then goes home, falls asleep. Um, dance, Charles Dance then creates this whole dream sequence. Yeah. Which I think is probably one of the best scenes in the whole film for me. Anyway, it's quite funny. Yeah, it's um, quite weird. It's, it's very out there because he just wakes up and there's like a horse just wandering re- through his yeah. living room uh, and random shit happening, you know, which is... There's an audience. There's an audience. Yeah, so his retard gangs are hang- ha- members are hanging around as well and yeah. they're sort of dressed in... Like a a, a a tuxedo type thing, and the monkey one's got like a weird hat on that yeah. you know uh, get like I was like I was think of those as like gambling ha- uh, caps, you know you see in like kind of gambling films from the seventies where they've got like a a visor kind of like a, it's yeah. green yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a golfing thing isn't it? But I know exactly what you mean. They always used to have they used to wear those with massive glasses as well. Big old mm. sunglasses underneath them, and he has got sunglasses as well on it at this point. I think He's, <laughs> he just looks very strange. This this guy, yeah. um, 
and uh yeah it's like a, a live tv show audience that are laughing at some of the things and going ooh and ah uh, and then dance uh, M- murphy's mocking dance basically and telling him to kiss his ass and he uh, can't say his name can he you can't pronounce his j's no because yarel yarel and yarel. The, a yante dagger although he stutters a bit when he says a yante dagger he goes the yante dagger so it's like is he can he not say j or is he not allowed to say j Mm, yeah i don't, I don't know don't know i'm not sure um and he basically says all right i'll you know i'll trade the child for the dagger which i know that he's he's probably going to double cross murphy but i'm thinking mm. well, if you're going to give up the kid then what's the point in having the dagger at this yeah. point you know but anyway um and then just to prove he does like the freddy krueger thing to prove that the dream is actually real or semi-real he slices his arm with his fingernail doesn't he yeah he only winces that would fucking really hurt it was it was like a deep fucking cut yeah. wasn't it like it was a proper like a bleeding trench in his arm yeah um and then um he says tell sardo numpspa sends his greetings <laughs> I bet fucking Charles Dance was thinking, God, I've been in some great stuff yeah. and I'm I'm called fucking Sardo Numpspar. I've got to say this shit on the, you know, but I think having looked at his um, filmography, you know, he'd done a lot of TV stuff and whatever. Up yeah. until this point, I think this is his first like Hollywood movie. Um, so, you know. Just imagine the casting person kind of going, oh, welcome in. Well, come in, come in, come in, Charles. Welcome. Now you'll be reading the part of Sardo Numsba. Do you he just went, what the fuck? What now? Yes. Who? Sardo Numsba. Sar- Sorry, S- Simon, what now? No. <laughs> Sardo Numsba. Mm, right. Fair enough. Um, mm. Here's here's $100,000. Is yeah. that right? Okay. I am Sardo Numsba. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he he fought, and this is the other bit. So this is where the, the dream starts to get a bit weirder because he then finds the woman tied up in um, black leather. She's tied up with toilet paper, yes. um, which she could have escaped at any point. Yeah. She's like proper damsel in distress at this point, isn't she? She's not like a normal self. Um, she's acting all sexy and she starts sucking his finger and um, or licking it at this point, or maybe I imagine that part. Um, and uh, then he gets attacked by uh, the um, the spanners, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then he wakes up, doesn't yeah. he? Discovers he's got a cut on his arm. It's all very Freddy Krueger at, at that point, isn't it? Just a tad, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, they go to see Smoking Lady, who says that they must get the dagger and go to Tibet. Um, and it's it's explained to him how dream projection projection works. Yeah. Um, and at this point, she then invites herself to his apartment because yeah. he he says, "I'm not going to go to Tibet. You can fuck off. I don't want to go to Tibet." And um, she then invites herself up to the apartment. Well, I thought she was just dick teasing him at first because she she says, "Aren't you going to ask me?" He says, "Yes," and then she doesn't move, and then he goes upstairs, and then next scene, it turns out she'd stayed. Yes, but then I wrote, "Did they actually shag?" Because that's what it, I put. I put. I put. Oh, oh yeah, but back at his home again, she dick teases him. Oh, she stayed. Did they fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and I, then th- I think I think they did because later on she says something to someone, yes. and I'm pretty sure they did. So yeah, yes. she gave it away well quick. She did. She was like fucking in there. But then I also thought she's doing that. She's shagging him just to get him to go to Tibet. That's the the thing. She's like, turned gone from like pre- really sort of like you know oh I can't disgrace myself uh, into right I'm gonna shag him so that he'll fucking she, she's trapped him basically hasn't she at this point yeah. well i don't uh, know he's done a right out of it free holiday and a fleshy fumble job on. <laughs> yeah uh so yeah um but yeah i mean you say free holiday it's the it's the shittest uh plane journey uh <laughs> yeah uh, everybody's smoking um, <laughs> got pillows as a, the, the the one yeah it made me chuckle the stewardess with a fag hanging out of her mouth offering two pillows to for other people to stub their fags out you know <laughs> yeah and uh so, and also uh they, they saw you know there, there's fucking like live animals running around and stuff like that or there's they're eating really fucking horrible food yeah you know, it's not pleasant. So, and he's not having fun at this point. But you can tell that time's running out because time is measured in this film by how many leaf leaves the kids or leaves the kid <laughs> yeah. the yeah. kids got. So, you know, you know, right? Uh, he's on this fucking jaunt to Tibet, uh, and and you know, you know that time is of the essence because yeah. he's only got one leaf left yeah, at this one, point one leaf at a stalk i don't know how much nutrition's in a stalk probably nah. more than the leaf but yeah. yeah uh so they're in tibet he's not happy no. um the bird's following him round, so he follows the bird and he meets egg shen from big trouble yeah. in, in little china <laughs> yeah uh, uh uh willy wong wang wong willy, what's his name w- willy wonga um <laughs> <laughs> i don't <laughs> Willy Wonga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Willy Wonga and the chocolate factory. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> so he's um, he's quite funny in this. Uh, as he is, I think, he, well, I've only, well, to memory, I can only think of two films that I've seen him in, this and Big Trouble in Little China, but he generally plays quite interesting, funny little characters, doesn't he? Amazing bags under his eyes. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. His left eye is fucking like he's stayed up late watching films or something. You know, he's just it's proper, isn't it? Like the bag yeah. under you could use that as a pillow. <laughs> it's massive. Um, so, he, you know, he, he buys a necklace off uh, egg uh, for a dollar or so he thinks. And he actually takes give, a, a hundred away yeah. from him. Gives and then gives him a different necklace. The wrong necklace, and it turns out that he speaks English, and he yeah. starts invel- insulting Murphy. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, calling him asswipe. And uh, uh, I wrote this down because I, I paused it. Re- actually, I rewound it, paused it, and played it again. He calls him monkey breath, puke face, eater of turtle slime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck is turtle slime? I have no idea. I don't know, but I uh, have no idea. Yeah, so Murphy's starting to get a bit pissed off with him and goes to grab him, but he disappears into thin air yeah. at this point. So you're thinking, mm, he's a bit magical as well. Um, and Murphy's pretty much moaning about everything, isn't he? You know, yeah. rowing a boat, um, yeah. he's cold. Yeah. Uh, he's a proper fish out of water, isn't he? And recognises, uh, you know, that it, when they get to the, the actual 
temple he's stamping his feet which is supposed to be this sacred place you know and he's just not fitting in at all and then he recognizes egg uh, who's a bit more dressed up at this point as a yeah because he's a yeah he's it turns out he's like head monk or well at least a monk he's the head monk isn't he because he's there the whole time and he yeah he's got one of them bowl gong things he talks they have, for the... yeah they have to sort of sing don't they they got those spinny things and then kind of sing to egg why they want the knife although mm. she does it properly yeah yeah and uh this would this would be the bit that your mate was uh yeah. constantly repeating because yeah. uh, he said the spinny thing that it's talking uh we want the knife to kill numpsty <laughs> and, uh, and all this stuff and he, he, uh egg goes make him say ask and Murphy sort of does this whole rap scratching thing. Get, 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 get. Uh, 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 yeah. Wild yeah. yeah, all that kind of bollocks. Um, and then um, Egg leads him down into this um, place and says, only a man pure of heart can wield the knife. Um, and then leads him off to this obstacle course. Yeah. To, from, from the Krypton Factor <laughs> to, to get the knife. Um, but it's not that easy because not only has he got to um, uh, get across this uh, obstacle course, he's then he's given a glass of water. And, and he's, he's not-, not allowed to spill one, not allowed to spill one drop. Very yes. important. Which he does. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, he says, you've got to stay on the path. So Murphy goes into the chamber where, you know, it's all all these wooden stilts pretty much, aren't they? Uh, It all all reminded me of, you know, like um, Indiana Jones at this point, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah, and it's it's like yeah, you know, I know uh, Last Crusade didn't come out till '89, but it's a bit like that kind of you know where he's he has to prove his his faith and his knowledge and his wisdom and all this kind of you know use his his brain to a certain extent to to get through all these traps and whatever. Say all these traps, he basically just walks over a load of stilts, doesn't he? Really, yeah, the, st- the stilts and one rickety bridge. Yes, and then something explodes behind him, and yeah. uh, this is after he, after he falls over on the bridge and spills water he did because he, he, i looked at this and the, you know although yeah. he, he tries to cover it with his hand you can clearly see he spilt drops of the water yeah, there's two or three drops oh, no, i was thinking okay did they have no other right was the thing about not spilling it bollocks or did they film that and not realize that some water was spilled and couldn't refilm it mm, yeah it, I, it, I don't know, but uh, it did stand out for me as well. Um, and then one of the stilts falls, but somehow... Fucking hell, hell of a grip on him. <laughs> hell of a yeah. grip. He manages to grab onto another one with one hand. Yeah. Um, very, very fingertips. Yes. And bear pulls in mind, himself up with a no, glass of water. There's no grip. There's nothing no. to grip onto. It's a flat stilt. There's a, it's like a flat piece of wood uh, in a circular um uh, shape and so he manages it's like like you said the fucking grip and bicep on him yeah. to pull himself up with one hand and then put the water down you know um and then, again i'm thinking about this logically as i was watching it well okay so these these stilt things they are only really about the size of your feet aren't they you know for, it, for you to step on i got a little confused because sometimes they look quite big and then the pictures where it shows like his point of view looking down they all look tiny yeah 
Um, yeah, and and then he also realizes as well just before he does this because he's thinking, oh, you've hidden the floor, blah blah blah. He flips a coin and he goes, oh, and then he doesn't hear it drop. And this is the bit where he says, you know, how many people have survived this? And Egg goes, none. Um, but it's different in the trailer. Watch that. In the trailer uh, is it done? It, yes, oh, it's it? pretty much. Yes, wow. that's right. Uh, and then um, he sees the dagger gets the dagger pretty much in a couple of steps, to be honest with you. He doesn't have a lot of trouble getting there. Um, there's an explosion, a little fall. For some but, reason. Yeah. And then the dra- uh, the dagger is surrounded by fire. And he, again, because he, he's been told that, he, you know, what, what can you do with this? Should he throw the water on the the fire? Every time he goes to reach the, the dagger, the flames get higher. Um, but then, because he's been told as well, you can't break the rules unless at, you have to at the right time yeah basically um so then he he just man he thinks well you know fuck it i'll drink the water because he got he does this almost at one point in the film anyway doesn't just after he grabs the the thing with his amazing bicep and grip yeah. he then he's sweating a bit so he goes to have a drink but then realizes actually i can't um so yeah and doing that has quenched the flames hasn't yes. it and they'll, they'll go down uh, and, and then thus he has the dagger of a janty or janty. Yeah. Well done, Mr. Murphy. Yeah. Uh, he gets the dagger, has a bit of a heart to heart with Egg, who's turned yeah. back into his sort of like um, scummy self for some yeah. reason. Picking his nose, burping. Yes, exactly what yeah. I wrote. And just calling him names. Uh, and then they're having this weird conversation about Eddie. Eddie's asking about sort of like marriage and love. Yeah. Where did that come from? All of a sudden he's, he's asking about what would I do if I found someone I wanted to marry this yeah. woman who he's known for 48 hours. She must have an amazing vagina. Cause I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's, they've had sex maybe once, once maybe yeah. twice. Um, and then, you know, he's thinking about marrying her. It's like, yeah. fucking hell. Um, he has been hanging around with kids too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so then <laughs> um egg then goes to in he talked to the, the woman and she admits that she shagged him yeah. um i let him ruin me <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a good night so he did her up the arse as well <laughs> on the first <laughs> on the first shag what a slut um and um She's having doubts about him and, uh, you know, Egg, Egg at this point is pretty much basically saying, just just marry him. Just go with him. Yeah. He's pure of heart. He's good. It, yeah. it doesn't matter what he believes in or anything. He still does the right thing. Yeah. And um, then you realise that that is actually her dad. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a nice little twist, yeah. I guess. His, his wife must have been the looker. Mm, yes. Um, uh, and he ga- he gives her his uh, blessing to get married to him as yeah. well. Fucking hell. He, he wants to marry him off. Um, marry, marry her off even. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so anyway, they then go back to the airport and Murphy's really worried about getting through customs because he's carrying a big fucking knife. Yeah. Um, and he, he smuggles it into this arsehole who pushes in front into his pocket. And then he does this thing that he does in a lot of films where he basically blags that he's somebody yeah. else. Like he does it in Forty Eight Hours, um, Beverly Hills Cop, um, Trading Places. You know, like he's pretending he's somebody else, and he he's just yeah. talking a load of nonsense, isn't he's he? From the American Stolen Artifact Federation, or something like that. Yeah, um, and um, 
and they managed to get through. Uh, he, he says stuff about the the guards, that are, and there's this one guard who's just very special, is smiling at him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then they get on the plane, and people are offering him horrible food. I think somebody offers him a an eyeball at one point something like that yeah there's fish a squid possibly an eyeball it's manky shit anyway he puts his yeah puts his headphones on and he starts gurning to to the music that is clearly some kind of weird music that he's he's just you know making noises uh i was wondered i mean whether because he was quite a big star at this point i guess and whether you know he what he was actually like in real life, whether he was, you know, a nice person to work with or he was just a bit of a big fucking show off that people didn't like. I don't know. I can't make my mind you could, up. You could imagine it going both ways, can't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, starting to build, you know, like I said, he's probably getting paid quite a lot of money for films at this stage. You know, he's quite a yeah. big star. So he's, but. Anyway, uh, so they get back to America and Charles Dance is waiting with him. I mean, this is such a, what well, he's a dastardly bad guy at this point. Yeah. You know, he's in league with the fucking claw from, um, <laughs> from, um, I was going to say Dr. Doolittle then. I go, why? <laughs> from, what's his, uh, Inspector Gadget. Yes. Uh, and, you know, and uh, he's in league with the devil and the worst he can do is arrange to get him arrested. Yeah, with, but by then the again. He had four policemen there, and all he's saying is, is this fellow off the plane has got one thing of mine, so I need four policemen for the job. Yeah. Um, and then he does this whole Brother Numpsy speech, yeah. uh, and I I wondered this when I watched it re- like today, and then I watched it in the past. Is he pretending to be his lover? Or bro- I didn't know lover, slave, love, slave. I didn't know. Yeah, I put question marks next to each of them because it wasn't really apparent which one. There's quite a lot of uh, there's, a, there's a lot of camp impressions that he does anyway. In this yeah, film as it is. Yeah, um, you know, through the uh, the magic of editing, you may actually hear it at this point. You will be spending the next few days uh, at a house of a certain friend. When do you think we'll be contacted about the knife? That's the man, Chandler Yarrow. If he doesn't return my property, I want him arrested. Welcome home, Mr. Yarrow. You have something for me. I'm sorry, Numsi. I should be punished. Everyone I have stolen from my brother, Numsi. Officer, it is your duty to take me in. Please, purge me. I am ashamed of myself. I should be arrested. I should be purged. I should be flogged. I don't deserve to walk amongst good Let clean people, but I am a, a swine. I am a wretch. I don't deserve to live like others. I... How long do you think you can keep up this miserable masquerade? Well, until I get arrested, or until you realize the rules of evidence in this country. See. If I get arrested, they take me and they put me in a jail cell. And then they take the knife because it's a stolen object. And they put that in a little room and they put Exhibit A, a little stick that says Exhibit A on it. And that sits in the room. Then I sit in my little room and the knife sits in this little room until the trial comes up, which can be anywhere from a month to a year. So if you get me arrested, there's no telling when you're going to get your knife. You've no idea who I am, have you? Yes. Yosado Numsi, 
<laughs> Look, I don't care who you are. I do care if you kidnap a little kid, though. I could destroy you just like that. Well, we wouldn't want that. Listen, bring me the boy, and I'll give you the knife. And then no one will have to be destroyed just like that. Think it over. My brother's forgiven me! Ki, Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's unsure what's going on, but it, mm. it's making uh, Dance uncomfortable, isn't it? Cause annoyed. Annoyed, well. yeah. You know, and uh, he's getting pissed off with him. But again, it's like, well... <laughs> Because he, he, he explains to him, look, if you get me arrested, I'm going to be sat in a cell for months and months. You're not going to get to see the dagger because that's going to be in um, uh, evidence locker. But then I'm also thinking, well, if he can morph himself from a fucking rat, you yeah. know. That's not going to stop him, is it? Surely he would be able to, you know, do some kind of weird magical shit to get the dagger back, you would have thought. Or just um, teleport in and teleport out again. Yes, because he can Because he can teleport well. stuff because he's where he doesn't look like he teleports and turns up naked. He's fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he basically walks away at this point, doesn't he, Murphy? And just gets gets away with it. Where did he get that big? He's, he's got the uh, he's got the knife in a case attached to his arm via padlock and stuff. At this point, he's turned up in the airport. He's he's swinging that black case around with a knife in it. Yeah. Where did you get that from? Because he was trying to get it through customs in someone else's pocket. Yeah. So yeah. after 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 you get through the uh, metal detector, that's where you find the bloody Tibetan knife box shop in duty free <laughs> next to the fags and the free and the cheap booze i have a liter of vodka 700 fags and i want uh yeah i'll have one of those big protective things for a two-foot dagger please thank you very much <laughs> um and <laughs> they go to this like ranch place that uh and she's looking yeah, all set was that yeah, I, I don't know. I, it was this Mr. Hong at this point. Was that his? or I don't, I don't know, because he just owns like a shop that sells yak loin and has a weird woman in the basement. Now he's got some kind of palatial fucking country manor as well. Mm. And they've got bodyguards. They've got like, yeah. uh, you know, people hanging around outside. So that's all a bit strange. She's looking quite sexy, in yeah. just wearing a shirt, invites him to bed. Yeah, uh, and um, Murphy at this point, you can tell he's becoming all virtuous and finding yeah. his his inner strength because he just wants to look out for the dagger, and he it's can't be he can't be distracted. And she goes off crying. Yeah. <laughs> gets gets her legs out. Gets a nice arse shot. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, she's there just weeping away into a pillow. Um, you know, because no ruination for her tonight. <laughs> Um, and then they get attacked by the retards. Yes. Uh, and um, she does like a million backflips and jumps out of a tree into no into a tree, but it's obviously the camera's reversed. Yeah. Like she's jumping out. She's jumped out of a tree, but they've reversed it, so it looks like she's jumping into a tree, uh, which reminded me of a scene from Enter the Dragon where Bruce Lee does something similar. Um, and then Charles Dance teleports in. And um, kills her, doesn't he? Shoots her in the back. Yeah, because yeah, he's aiming for he's aiming for Chandler, isn't he? But then she does the backflip thing. Mm. It would have been so much quicker if she was running. Yes. Yeah. So he just shoots her and hit the bolt hits her in the back, and then she eh, yeah passes and, from this coil, kind of. 
Yeah, and also, I mean, she's doing some martial arts against the bad guys, and she's doing quite well at this point. But mm. it's really shit. I mean, the the, the martial yeah. arts in it aren't great, are they? No, it's they're, like they're poor. You know, sort of like uh, she can tell that she's not really a martial artist, or she's just kind of doing these lame kicks and stuff like that. And uh, um, yeah, in her dying breath, she says to Chandler, "I didn't shag you." Um, because I wanted you to go to Tibet. I shagged so out you. Of, out of obligation. Yes. I <laughs> shagged you because I love you. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, that'd be nice for him to hear, I guess. Uh, I'm not that he probably gave a fuck. <laughs> I got my leg over. So, who, every, happy days. Um, so, yeah. And then um, they go to the smoky woman's gaff. Yeah, back in Hong's basement. And um, she says that they can bring her back. Uh, but he gets pissed off at this point, doesn't he? And yeah. he pulls the veil back and you actually see her real form. Yeah. Um, she's just, well, she's basically a, a, a Gorgon, isn't she? Because you know, they said that an ancestor was raped by a dragon, but she just seems to have a s- scaly snake tail, kind yeah. of lizard thing. A bit like Medusa, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, Gorgon. Yeah, more like that than a dragon. Slithery, snaky woman yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so, and again, I was thinking, where's her fanny? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. I'm glad you got there first. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the, um, the, the um, what did we call him? Not the monkey one. Not the, who's the other one? Um, prawn-headed one. Prawn-head. He's yeah. teasing the, the golden child again. This time with dead butterflies. Yes. Um, you know, and um, he's t- he's sort of like, you know, throwing these dead butterflies at him and he touches one of them and one of them flaps away. Uh, and, uh, you know, this makes him happy again. But then as he gets, he goes to, gets closer to uh, the golden child, the golden child touches him and makes him, him, makes him good. Um, and then... Murphy's sort of like out in his car. He's following the bird. This was Roger Ebert's favourite scene of the whole film. Yeah, this is what made it. For for some reason, which made it like a 75 out of 100 film. <laughs> this, <laughs> this sequence where Murphy's just sat in his car looking out the window at this fucking bird flying and he yeah. decides to follow it. Um, and then he follows it back to the house that they, the house that they were originally, I think. Is is that... What's that? The, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure either, but... Yeah. Um, anyway, he gets ambushed, um, and he kills one of them. This is the monkey one now, who's got yep. the sort of like chainy thing. Which kind of looks like it's made out of paper clips. Yeah, it does. It's not, it's not great, is it? It's, no. it's a sort of a very flimsy looking chain sort of, um, weapon. Uh, he kills him by hanging him. And, and, uh, cause at this point, like you can tell the film's changed focus a little bit because, Murphy's obviously got a mission now to rescue. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's sort of he's joking and fucking around when it's a child on the line, even though he lives, loves kids. Um, yeah. But when his missus gets killed, oh, he's like serious. Oh, he's, he's pissed off at this point, yeah. isn't he? You know, got his game face on. Yeah, and he's fucking. Oh, he's on a mission until the point where it's time to start killing the the special people. Yeah, um, and then he starts making little cracks and jokes and one-liners and whatever uh he's about to get killed himself by the big fat crossbow retard yeah flat um, no sumo mong yeah <laughs> and uh he um uh the the good guy the good prawn face kills yeah. him breaks his neck 
Um, they free the kid, and um, then Charles Dance turns up and turns into a stop motion demon. Yes, because because yeah, for some reason, like they had the kid, they could have just snuck out, but no, Mur- Mur- Murphy wants to go in the room and stab him with the Ajante dagger. But rather mm. than be quiet about it, he bursts in, making all the noise he could, and then Charles Dance yeah, looks at him. Yeah, and turns into a shit stop motion thing. See, at this point as well, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on because obviously, so it, Murphy goes back to this house. He finds the dagger just on the floor. Now, if they've they took the dagger when they killed her, because that's what they were going for, wasn't it? Yeah. So why they've had the dagger. Why didn't they the just kid? kill the kid? Like, yeah. why delay? Why? I don't. I didn't get any of that because I thought, have I missed a bit in this film or something? It's, uh, I, I didn't quite understand any of that. It, but anyway, um, maybe it was the devil. Maybe it was like, Sardo, um, could you wait for an hour? I've got Jill and Tony round for drinks. <laughs> yeah, Saddam Hussein popped round for a cup of tea. So I've got to entertain that <laughs> bastard. Um, <laughs> something. Um, I can't do that as good as you. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, he turns into a demon. Um, they get in the car, and the kid's showing off all his fucking skills at this yeah, point. Yeah, he can now he can hotwire a car through the act of touch. Yes, and also he's just showing off really because he just gets his uh, seatbelt and does it magically. Doesn't even yes. doesn't yeah. even need to put his own seatbelt on. He just uses his mind. I'm thinking, so you're the chosen one that's going to save the earth by teaching people how to be good and you know drawing out the good in people now you're just taking the piss aren't you by yeah. using your own powers i mean you're properly abusing your powers at this point aren't you yeah uh, you know um by you know using your, your mind to un to click your your seat belt into place uh but they run they drive off and the demons Ooh. flying after them because uh he says to the kid it's gonna be okay and the kid says i know and it's badly dubbed Oh, I, so wonder, I, I, I wonder yeah. if that was because the kid sounded really girly. Maybe. So they, they, dubbed a, they dubbed a boy's voice, sort of high-pitched boy's voice onto it instead. Yeah, that's the first time you actually hear the kid talk as well, isn't yeah. it? Because, I know. Or... Yeah, yeah. Um, because at this point you're thinking, well, maybe she, he, she has taken a vow of silence or, you know, isn't allowed to talk or doesn't know how to talk. Can't speak English, you would have thought. Yeah. Um, but still. Um, so then the demon corners them. So Somewhere. Somewhere. The, in... It goes all shaky cam now, doesn't it? There's lots of driving shots, all shaky cam, and there's a shadow flying around and a bit of num, num, numsy cam or whatever. And it's all a bit... I mean, it starts to feel a bit a wee bit rushed at this yeah. point, or it's like shit. We haven't actually got the effects or the budget to do what we want to do here. And yeah. I don't know. Was it a water tower or a sewer or it's something? Sort of like a, a sewery water tower because the the um as well. Like when you're seeing the demon in the air, like uh, it, it's flying up by the sun, so it's like kind of obscured by the bright light, so you can't yeah. see it properly. So again, I'm thinking, hmm, there's sort of like you know, actually they they're not the effects aren't good enough to show off the, the quality of the, the, the stop motion or whatever. So yeah. they have to try and disguise it a little bit. Um, but yeah, the demon, the demon corners them in this kind of, um, well type place. Uh, it's a bit of a clumsy bastard cause he's just knocking everything down. He's in smashing shit. Yeah, up. It's supposed to be, I thought they were like having a fight and no, Eddie Murphy kind of just 
dodges one thing and then looks a bit while good old Sardo in his demon form just flaps around and knocks the building down upon himself. On, on top of him, yeah, essentially almost killing himself. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, they, yeah, what a they, climax! You know, they escape in the car, go to where his girlfriend's dead or dying or lying in. Uh, no, she's actually dead. Lying, lying down. Afterlife, half yes. life. Uh, oh, that's the other thing as well. The sense of urgency in this is because the body will still be able to be resurrected whilst there is light touching it. Um, so. But then they've done the stupid... Oh, no, 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 no. I've just realised. I was going to say, they've put her in a room where the window... They've got one small window high up. Why don't they just put her in front of a giant fucking, I don't know, patio door? But then I realised they're in the basement, aren't they? So that would be the that would be the end. Yeah. 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 Or they could have put her on the roof. Found a roof somewhere. Yeah, roof would have been good. Yeah, roof would have been good, but still. Um, so uh, you think, oh, they're about to save her. Yeah. But then... The- her toes just in the sun. Yes, tiny little bit of a. The demon shows up and he's got a monkey face where he's obviously had loads of concrete smash How it. How did he know where they were? Yeah, and also. How he, did you bury around under. He, oh, I don't know. He, he, yeah, I was say he explodes from the ground, doesn't he? I think at this yeah. point. So um, he tunneled like a fucking, like, really angry mole. <laughs> and he stabs Murphy's amulet. So this is now where you guess, think, well, obviously. That's why he gave him the shitty amulet when he went to Tibet, uh, old egg Shen, um, because it's pro- more than likely, again, a magical one yeah. at this point. Um, so that but protects If he him. had a protective necklace, why didn't he just do it himself? Yeah. I mm, don't know. I don't know. I think the film's sort of like just like where you just got, right, we've got to finish now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, this fight is awful. It's pretty bad. The kid uses a Jedi mind trick to get the knife out of the reach of Numpty and into the hands of Murphy, who then stabs um, Numpty and then he explodes, leaving no trace of him at all. Or the explosion. Yes. And the kid and Murphy do a high five. Yep. Um, The kid then touches the girl. Um, She wakes up. And the kid does a thumbs up. Yes. Uh, so he's learned some Americanisms yeah. uh, in, his, <laughs> in his short time yeah. in America. Uh, they all walk away as a happy family, pretty much. Uh, yeah, she's taking him back to Tibet, isn't he? And he, he gives he gives him a little hat so people don't mess with his head. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The bird flaps onto his shoulder. They walk off down the hills uh into the town or somewhere they're just yeah. making murphy's just making some shitty wisecracks yeah. and what's spare. the last line of the film oh go on <laughs> no <laughs> yes because that's murphy's trademark isn't it at the end yes. of the day yeah. um so there you are that was the golden child um uh, based on the fact that this was the first time you'd watched it in a long time what did you think of it i didn't like it no. no no it it fell really 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 flat <laughs> completely for me i wasn't expecting the world i know i was, I was expecting a mildly enjoyable romp mm. but um, but majority of the jokes felt the funniest thing for me was the was the air hostess putting out people's cigarettes in a in a fucking pillow yeah i didn't find any of Murphy's jokes funny. I found his character quite annoying in some respects. The just the effects weren't good. I didn't expect him to be brilliant, but the end fight was rubbish. 
I don't know. I just found it. I, I found the 93 minutes dragged a mm. bit. It wasn't that I hated it, but in the same way that like, if, if your dad goes, yeah, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Mm. That's what this was to me. It was, I didn't hate it. It was just disappointing. Mm. Which is probably worse. I'd rather have a shit film that you could really lay into because it's so bad, but this was just, Mm. Yeah. yeah so uh, uh, obviously it doesn't match up with your memory of it then from when you're a kid no well, I, yeah. I didn't expect to love it but i was i'm disappointed in in how little i felt watching it and how little it made me laugh or feel excited or feel particularly engaged at all really yeah so uh, as i said it's probably been at least 20 odd years since i've watched it i mean i, I can't remember the last time i watched it um but um uh, so I, again i didn't necessarily expect much from it but i, th- I think I, I came away from it similarly to you i, I thought well, obviously i remember charles dancing it and um but then as i watched it now i thought how wasted he was in it really yeah. he doesn't do a fat lot does he you know he's not really in many scenes and half the scenes he's in he's just looking He's, yeah, he doesn't have a lot to say. He doesn't have a lot no. to do. The best scene I think he's in is the bit where it's the dream sequence. Yeah. Because you know, he's a little bit threatening, a little bit playful. Um, but like, like I said, you know, the the, the bad guy he plays in um, Last Action Last Hero, Action. Yeah. he's a lot better in that. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, so, it, it, yeah, that, that was one thing I noticed. And then also I thought Eddie Murphy he basically tries to do Axel Foley, but because yeah. it's a PG, he can't swear. No. So he's, he's restrained in what he can say. He, you know, if this was like a 15 or whatever, uh, a R rated movie, like, um, um, what's it called? Beverly Hills cop. Yeah. There'd be a bit more violence. There'd be a bit more swearing. It would probably make it a bit more entertaining. Yeah. It know? would have, they would have had more fun probably. Yeah. Um, it, it does. It feel, it does feel like a film that, yeah, could not could have been or should have been, but just a film that you know sod it. Don't go for the family audience. Just, just yeah, just spice it up a little bit or something. Yeah, um, because the martial arts were lacking. The, yeah, that's the thing. Well. See, and that's it's because there were three people: um, Hong Wong and Kwong, <laughs> <laughs> because they were in it, and because the. That, like that review that you read out, um, or I read out, can't remember now. But the review that basically sort of like uh, quotes or or you know uh, mentions Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. and because those three act- actors I recognised from that film, and I love Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. and I, I I I really love that film because they've got similar themes, both feature Eastern Eastern mysticism, martial yeah. arts, magic, same actors. I just kept thinking, I really want to watch Big Trouble in Little China. And I kept thinking of scenes from that as opposed to focusing on the film that I was watching. Um, So for that reason, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it either. Um, And I think, again, having read some stuff on it, um, Eddie Murphy doesn't rate it particularly. Uh, Charles Dance. Um, I can't but, imagine it's near the top of his. Thank God I did that list. No, he he doesn't um, rate it particularly. Uh, so uh, and apparently because um, the, 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 there was some studio interference as well because when they did the test screenings um, and the, then this, the 
test the preview audiences weren't particularly happy with it because of Eddie Murphy's character. They then went back and reshot some of the stuff that you know the the Eddie Murphy isms, if you want to call them yeah. that. You know, the laughing, the, the wise cracks, all that kind. Because of, it was supposed to be a a darker film. Yeah, uh, and you can kind of see that in it a little bit. But then oh, it talks about dragon rape. Yeah, and fourteen-year-old girls being dead bodies being shown on screen uh you know so there's that in it but then it's it's a bit of a mishmash isn't it so it's like it's not doesn't stick to its the strength of its convictions and it ends up just being a bit of a flat kind of action movie with a bit of um yeah it doesn't belong neither here nor there it's not tries to straddle the world and ends up failing. Yeah, it's not even an action film, really, because the no. action's a bit shit in it, to be honest. <laughs> so, and there's not yeah. much comedy in it, so it's a bit, it's not very funny. A, <laughs> what is it, then? <laughs> <laughs> just a bit shit, really, in it? It's, it's, it's just not, film. Yeah, not, not again, I kind of said earlier on, it also feels a bit like, um, you know, Eddie Murphy's forgotten film. People always say, oh. So anyway... Um, it's probably the first dud, isn't it? That we that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think it's the first duffer. I mean, there were bits of creep show which was shit, but the whole package kind of works. Yeah, I think, and uh, at least it you know, maybe a bit better than this, anyway. Yeah, I'd rather watch um, uh, creep show than this, but uh, anyway, at least you know, we got to have a bit, bit of a chat about it. We've had a bit of a laugh, yeah. uh, uh, anyway. Uh, so anyway, for so for my uh, film that we are gonna. Ooh. By building it up, I don't even know what it is yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, yeah. So anyway, we're going, we're jumping forward a little bit to 1990. Okay. Uh, directed by Sheldon Let- Letich. Lettuce. Lettuce. That's just what I wanted to say. <laughs> Starring um, Deborah Renard, Harrison Page. And because you mentioned it in your, well, Alan mentioned it, I should say, when you appeared on the rant show with Ben and Alan, he asked you a would you rather question about um, Steven Seagal or Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. We're going to watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Uh, yes. That goes by four titles. Ooh. Uh, right. Either uh, Full Contact, Wrong Bet, um, Lionheart, or the, the one, it. the one that I know, um, AWOL. Um, yes, that's what that's what I know as. So anyway, we are going to be watching AWOL um, oh, from. Oh, I've seen that in a very long time from 1990, um, and looking forward to to doing that. So that is going to be the next film that we. So anyway, Alan will enjoy that, no doubt, um, and as will other people. I'm sure they will. Um, but there you are. Um, I think that's about it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. You know what? I might watch that tomorrow. Not that we're going to record any time soon. I'm not saying we've got to do that. But uh, no, I, it's been a long time since I've seen that. A long, long time. Yeah. See, I like to... Um, I generally watch the films the night before we record. Yeah. Generally. Um, but saying that, because I know that you kind of wanted... To, perhaps you were going to pick AWOL at, uh, over the golden child but ended up going with the golden child yeah it had so, popped into my mind at some point but. yeah and because we've got a massive long list anyway i thought you know what um i i, I will i'll go with a wall because uh yeah 
Anyway, um, I think it was on you, you put it on your list anyway, didn't you? I think. It, yeah, it's, yeah. On, it's on. It's on the list. Um, but there you are. That was that was the Golden Child. Next show will be a wall. Uh, so looking forward to that one. Uh, anyway, um, thank you for listening and uh, joining us uh, talking about the Golden Child. If you got any comments, oh fuck me! Um, no, we did actually. No, I won't. <laughs> We did actually have some Twitter correspondence as well. So this is me not looking at the fucking script. Jesus Christ. Um, bear with me. Um, just fill in for a little bit. Just for a second. Do your, your, your evil man voice. What's, it, what's um, he called? Malcolm. That's him. <laughs> Where are the fucking Twitter correspondents, Christopher? <laughs> well, <You> fucking maggot. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to end up um, re- reading them out anyway. Uh, so this one was from Don uh, at uh, Indiana747. Uh, Love this when I was a kid. Brother Numsy. Uh, and then he's got a little laughing face emoji. Um which normally pops up, tells you what it is. Crying with laughter. There we go. Uh, Myrtle the Turtle, uh, at Wayne Poo, um, he says, uh, any tips for getting the smell of piss out your moustache? Sorry, completely misread what the episode was about. Um, She's bizarre. Okay. Uh, anyway, so read it out because he replied to it, uh, and then Spanky Spangler, Altina, um, vaguely remember this: uh, the the girl in this having huge eyebrows. Isn't this Eddie's worst film, or does that belong, uh, or does that play? Oh, can't fucking write a tweet properly, tweet, tweet. <laughs> or does that plays it belongs to insert film here? Does that play... you what? It, I basically, I think what she's putting out is uh, that she's saying that there's a number of films that could be Eddie Murphy's worst film. Um, then Ben replies, I've not seen it all the way through fully in years and not sure I even have, but it's a great film from what I hear. Oh, dear. Um, mm. Great scene when he's on camera looking for the girl. Put the co- camera on me or I'll kick your ass or something similar. Um, Tina replies, it's donkey's year since I've seen it. And all I thought was massive eyebrows. Um, be funny if there's no girl in it or there is a girl in it. And then she replies, she found a picture of her. Uh, mm, not as big as I thought. So anyway, there you are. Uh, that was worth it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there you are anyway so check out um 60 minutes with uk for all sorts of stuff um reviews uh competitions podcasts there's loads of fucking stuff on there in there it's where everything's kept um and it's an awesome website uh i'm at dastardly jabby on twitter um adam where are you i'm at ape mutterings and we will see you next time with some martial arts. Whoa! Some proper martial arts. Yeah. Not the shit that you just watched in fucking <laughs> Golden Child. Uh, yeah, some proper martial arts with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, so uh, hopefully you'll join us for that. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Sorry.